Who yeah. else can say? You know, we go with bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Chatter with I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. Obviously. And obviously. <laughs> oh, Matt, I'll tell you something. Today has been mayhem. I've had two laptops die. In uh, one day. I'll tell you what. A quick hit. I know we're here to talk about Helen and Sal, but yeah. I had my computer laptop the other day not going to boot up on me. It, I thought, oh no, here we go. And the... <laughs> This is a tip here for anyone who's having this because it, it wouldn't even put in the password or anything. It just rebooted or just froze. If you hold down the power button for at least eight seconds, eight to ten seconds, it completely shuts it down like reboots. So it completely clears it, completely cuts the power off. So hold the power button down for about eight to ten seconds, walk away, give it a few minutes, and then turn it on and see if it works. It's a bit like the Xbox is the same that. But there we go. <laughs> I was going to say tip of the day. Let's ain't new there. <laughs> well, I tell you something. That's going to be more interesting than than the rest of this podcast because last <laughs> night was terrible. <laughs> well, let's get into that then. WWE Hell in a Cell. Are we going to go down the matches individually? Yeah, I mean, you are the. Uh... The like the 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 leader for this. The so. leader. I think you're the leader. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Just because I was sitting here prepared with me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here, here we go, darling. Mr. Opinion. Here we go. I'll be ready. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, starting off with the number one SmackDown Women's Champion, Bianca Belair and Bailey. Over to you, Mike. Now, actually, I would say. It's the same every time. The pay-per-view wasn't promoted well. Didn't look good. Um, This match was okay. It wasn't great. It it was good for them too. And they both pulled it off as a fantastic how on a sale match. But that's it. Really? Yeah. But then the, the question is then what you're saying is what more can they do it isn't their fault that's the problem it isn't their fault it's none of their faults the whole roster are in hostage right now until they go on live shows um the writing is not being done more until they go live um there's been complaints from the actual TV producers over there. Um, and the networks are also annoyed because there is nothing being done. Um, however, Vince is saying that they're just going to wait until they go live, uh, which I don't understand the reason for it because a live audience doesn't bring as much money as the net, the networks do. But anyway, uh, the girls, uh, the, the matches for them to, I think, yes, it was great, but they can't do much more because they wasn't allowed to. So it's a fair assumption of kind of what you're saying. And I kind of agree with you, to be honest. Um, you know, it was a good match. Um, I think they overused the hair, to be honest. Yeah, it got to a point, you know, yeah, use it a couple of times, but then move on. Um, but, you know... It is what it was. Um, I think 
Bianca was going to win, being the first match. Like I say, quite often the champion normally wins wins the first match. You got a swimming pool down there. Uh, no, I'm But anyway, so yeah, so uh, as you say, I think it, it, it was an okay match. It wasn't brilliant, it wasn't poor, it was um, you know, a good match overall. And I do, you know, and I'm sure you agree with me, one of the things I always say about wrestling is about respect. And the things that they go through in those matches obviously have to have a bit more added to it. So, yeah, so uh, good for them. And weren't bad, could be worse. I actually feel feel sorry for them. I think every single person on this card on the whole night um, have been reduced to their capacity because... They are all amazing at what they do, and and we've and we've seen it. But unfortunately, well, let's stick to the uh, the roster of the matches. Because yeah. we can go on about the running of the WWE for like two hours, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins against Cesario. Cesario, Cesario. Yeah, uh, it's a repeat, a repeat, a repeat, a repeat, a repeat. But it was a Beth good match. Mania. Huh? It was a good. It was a good match, though. Of course, it's going to be. Well, the well, well, well the not necessarily. Great. Yeah, it's it, great. And the the problem is, there's. It's been around eight months now. And it's like well, not eight months, five months. Yeah, I'm going to jump in here. I agree with what you're saying there, but I feel the problem being is where Cesaro and both Seth Rollins have both been. Injured or off TV, that's why it's felt a long time. They've only really had what two other matchups the WrestleMania and maybe one other. It's too soon, though, I think. Well, WrestleMania that was about April time, wasn't it? Yeah, and then you had the exact same match just a week ago on SmackDown. I think you, you tend to get that in most of these cases. Uh, to build it up, you know, we as we're going to go into all these others, whether it's um, Sammy and Kevin Owens, that's being built up, Charlotte Flair, you know, they've all been involved within each other. One yeah. of the things like they've been saying, like with the running of WWE, like Vince wants to try and only have matches that have got storyline tellings, which is fine, but then again, you've got to create storylines at some point as well. So I think, you know, the problem being is the actual match, if we talk about the match itself, well, the, the match-up, call it what you want, the fight, call it what you want. I think it was a good one, though. Overall, as you say, we have seen it all before, but I didn't find it boring. I find it quite entertaining. I was a bit disappointed, I suppose, with the finish. But generally, you know, it was a good pace match. And I think when he went for the swing again, I thought, God, dear, you know, huff and puff, I'll be better for <laughs> now. See, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think the problem with me, well, you know what I'm like, I like a big story that's new, fresh. And I think, like an EastEnders story, who shot, who shot Phil? You find <laughs> out, it's over, let's move on. But then again, we've also heard you say, and I'm going to, uh, that <laughs> the story's not being built up enough. 
Yeah. So, so where, so where is the middleman? So we had the story for these two built up over the past eight months before it was before WrestleMania. It was just after there was something to do with Rey Mysterio and Dominic. And it was just then that it started. And it had loads of, I mean, it, I mean, it ran. Yeah, but, but, but where is a middle point of a storyline? So let's create a story like today. So it's new now. Is it new three weeks later? Is it middleman six weeks later? And is it the end after two months? Okay. Let me put it in this aspect. The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. We saw it at WrestleMania. And then it's on again the night, well, a week after on Raw. Would you then want to see the same match a month after? We so often do see similar matches. I think it depends on, A, is the crowd still up for it? You know, you you can have matches go on for a long time if the crowd's still backing it. I know there's no crowd backing it, but you yourself or me myself or anyone watching it on TV will still have a good positive vibe on it. And they're going to pick that up by social media and things. All right, shall we move on to the next match? Um, A quick question, sorry. I haven't seen any positive vibes coming from last night's pay-per-view. But anyway, yeah, carry on. You call that a question, I call that a statement. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, next one, we have the amazing new character of Alexa Bliss versus Sandra Blazer. You don't like this, do you? Let's be honest. The the thing is, I was loving it. I really want it to work because I think this is what they need is something... Going back in the 90s of the Undertaker and Kane, the fire, the dooms, and, you know, bringing women into it because it's 2021 and rights for everyone, do you mean? And having her be a main character, and I think it's perfect. She is amazing. She's proven herself to be great in every aspect, from wrestling to acting and she says yes to do everything. And yet, the writers can't even put together their little brains to pick up a storyline for her. I mean, they brought her in with The Fiend. Now, if I was, <laughs> I really wouldn't have split them up. I'm going to ban you them... for mentioning the writers. <laughs> huh? I'm going to ban you for mentioning the writers. <laughs> Oh, I think I really, I really feel feel sorry for everyone there. Honestly, I think they're really messing up. I mean, okay, but yeah, go on. I, I actually, to be honest, when I was watching this match, which weren't that long ago actually, because I've only finished sort of watching it an hour or so ago, um, I kind of sat there and I actually was going to say exactly what you said is in along the line. I expected you to have a bit of a moan about it. To be honest. But, and I was, I was sitting there thinking exactly what you mentioned, that we've had male characters of, as you say, Undertaker, Kane, 
the fiend etc so why yeah. not introduce a female character along those lines and exactly. as you say she's played the part brilliantly i really believe she has carried it off perfectly amen the only, the only thing i'm not liking is the new introduction of his staring and hypnotist type thing i'm not sure on that bit and you know it's because of the storyline of it all because they are not un- because it's the writers who are unsure of where it's going to go i mean it it it's only 2 weeks ago that alexa bliss um done some fucking freaky stuff on that on that woman and then she screamed to her death then two weeks later she's doing a, a normal entrance on how in a cell so she yeah. isn't dead and she's healthy as anything <laughs> well this is wwe for a start but yeah <laughs> obviously you know i say well, we think she's carrying it off well the match itself was quite good again i think it's more of a build up towards alexis's character which again for anyone who's uh, up against them those people who are building their characters up yeah also have to play their part in doing that obviously cool. Sandra Blazer I think she said to take a tiny step back because she's all this big tough guy and or lady should we say tough person she said to take <laughs> a back take yeah, a back seat well yeah, no. I didn't I didn't mean you know we're all so <laughs> let's not highlight that I can highlight you swear a moment ago <laughs> <laughs> a quick wait so, a quick quick thing a thing though Saying that I disagreed with with the way that that story is being placed, I think the wrestling from these two was phenomenal. I think that these two are, are amazing stars, just with the wrong people behind them, and give them time, and they'll be amazing. Let's, let's face it. Let, let, let's be completely honest here. Wrestling is storytelling. Wrestling is, as I've already said, it's a stunt show. It's yeah. good acting, it's good stunt shows, it's timing, it's being able to play against each other. Like I said, there has to be one good guy, one well, it hasn't got to be one good, one bad. But what I mean is that there's got to have you've got to take the bumps for the other person to look good. Yeah. And that has to go reverse to make it work. Otherwise, that's when the crowd and things don't get drawn to it. So which brings me really to the next matchup, which you talk about been going on for a long time. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, Matt, you first. <laughs> <laughs> My problem being is, is it, it, they, they keep going back. I don't have a problem with Sammy Zayn. You know, character's really annoying. But that's the character he is and what he does. Kevin Owens deserves a lot more at the moment. He's been going for quite a lot of tough matches. Uh, great against Roman Reigns. But they always end up going full circuit with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. He's been here lots of times to me. It, the match was fine. Um, I'm not sure whether Kevin Owens' injury to the soldier was real. Where, whether that put a spoiler on it a little bit. Uh, I'm not surprised Sami Zayn got the win because I... As I said, it's kind of about time you got a win. <laughs> Can't lose all the time. Um, so I'm no real surprise there. You know, it wasn't a great match, but Sammy does surprise me some quite often. 
But again, it's about working together as a pair. See, I'm see, I'm really gu- I'm gutted for these two because, in fact, no, I'm more so gutted for WWE because if they don't sort their act out, then they're going to lose a lot of good wrestlers. Um, Zami Zayn and well, both both of them are amazing at what they do. That well, they're both great when it comes to the mic. They 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 both can make a story believable, and their wrestling is amazing. I mean, you you could put them into the ring together, and they will will make it amazing. And rest and WWE knows this. However, you can only you you can only do this so many times in a short period. Now, in the past three years. I think they have been at each other's throat in 10 pay-per-views in three years. That's madness. It's crazy stuff. Do you mean? Yeah. Well, as I said, you know, we, we've heard the story of them coming up through NXT together, uh, trading together, being friends, uh, you know, for many years off, off, off TV, should we call it, so we've all kind of heard it, but in the match itself, it was an okay one. I don't think it was ever going to be fantastic when someone's already got part injury or supposed to have a slight injury beforehand because then that's then like an excuse. And I'm not calling it an excuse, but, you know, if the match isn't great, you could slow it down a bit. But it was an okay overall. Mm, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pay. It, it, wait, it isn't for the PPV though. No, no, I agree with you there. It, it was okay. It was watchable, but it didn't blow it, my socks off. My socks that, stayed on. Well, that should be on Raw to increase the ratings, not on a pay per view. No, Matt, right. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one we have Charlotte Flair with the women's <sighs> champion Rhea Ripley. How was you with the ending? Okay, so surprisingly, I think this was the best match on the entire card. Um, doesn't to me it doesn't matter about the ending or the beginning because it's going to change on Raw because. This pay-per-view to the WWE meant nothing to them. Um, you can tell that by seeing how, how it's all been planned out. It's a stepping stone to them to get to SummerSlam. I mean, to... Um, uh, oh Survivor. Uh, no. Survivor. What's next? Is it TLC? No. No, next one is Ladder. Next one's Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, that's it, yeah. And it's a stepping stone to that for where the all 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 the audience are are gonna be there. Now, um, I think that this match alone, it wasn't in a hell in a cell, and yet it was one of the best matches going on the whole night. In in my opinion. So, what drew you more to that one? Than the Bailey and Bianca Bella, the love 
the passion, the the kind of there's new blood and old blood. There's yeah, isn't of, that with Bailey and Bianca? We can say that's the same. There's I okay, so I don't think that they had enough. Okay, so the difference is it's like bring, bringing the rock back. The rock would have a better match on that night than uh bloody hell any wrestler <laughs> on that night because the rock's a well-known star and whoever he want who, who like whoever he faces would be a good match now the difference of it is is they're both great wrestlers and i think they both gave it their utmost and if you watch the match where they was in the fig the fig the figure four lock, it it kind of reminded me of the Rock and Austin, the era of them two. And it was just it's nice to see passion. Because the the sad the saddest part is there's only passion there. Because Charlotte Flair is Ric Flair's daughter, and she's safe. And I think all the others are shitting themselves and getting fired. The amount of wrestlers that that, that are getting released. Look at Braun. It's crazy stuff. Okay, anyway. off, off topic again there. <laughs> <laughs> we do like doing that. But yeah, no, it, it, I, I do agree. It was a great matchup, for sure. You know, uh, Charlotte Flair... You know, pretty much the thing with Charlotte, it's a bit like um, some of the others, you know, that's at the top. They always give a good performance, and that's why they are at the top. We're yeah. really, I'm pleased that she didn't lose. Obviously, winning by a disqualification isn't, again, a, a, what some fans class as a result or a true outcome, uh, which is kind of why you got booed. Now, I'm kind of interested to see how this goes obviously it's going to be continued for i don't know how many more months um <laughs> how how actually it, what's going to interest me the most is how the fans are going to turn on this the reason yeah, i say that is because the rear ripley at the end getting a bit stroppy you know normally that's not what the good guy or the good lady or the good character does yeah. You know, so I'm interested to see the how that will be spent, should we call that, and how people was going to react to that. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be an ongoing story. You know, obviously they'll probably end up with a no DQ match next time and something like that. Um, but we shall see. But again, it was a good, strong matchup. Yeah. They both had good. And uh, again, slightly disappointing on the ending. No true winner. But again, if you're telling the story, that's going to happen. Whether it annoys us or not, it's part off of it. Right, so it leads us to the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Um, I... Okay, right, this here is another rematch from WrestleMania and a rematch from Raw two weeks ago. <laughs> Do you know my opinion? Yeah. If you, I'm, like, I'm standing up. 
<laughs> ouch, I would not want to be there at this moment. Ouch, <laughs> ouch, ouch. That was amazing. That is my opinion. Tough luck on yours. <laughs> so continue. Um I don't know what to say now, do you? I've no, you've kind of put me up a bit. <laughs> um, okay, so... So what didn't you like about it? I, apart, from, apart from we've been there a couple of times, but okay, that so, happens every single time, let's be honest. That, yeah, you do get rematch, rematch, rematch. That always happens four or five times when you've got a big match up. I think that they kind of messed it up for themselves the whole the whole show by putting their main like Ray and Drew on SmackDown in a hell in a cell. Um I think that it isn't the match. I think the match between between them guys was great. However, it's always great because like what was said about every other individual in that firm, they are all very well trained and great wrestlers. And you you could do anything with, with them. It isn't their fault. It's the people behind them who don't have a bloody clue. Yeah, but what, what, okay, okay, okay. But what could they have done in that match? Because to me, that was a fantastic you know, everything was in there. The only yeah. thing I hated, and, and it's something I always hate, is when you get a, a, a bad ending. You know, it was predictable. Uh, and that kind of, you know, I know one of your favourites is uh, Rock Lesnar, but it was too predictable with him. You know, and just period a few times. That's what I hated about that, personally. Um, but MVP... You know, was at the end. It was predictable what was going to happen. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. But the match itself, all the different things that they put each other through, and again they just kept going. You know how they must have been feeling. I don't know how they kept going. So maybe mine is is I thought it was a great match visually, but again out of respect to what they put themselves through and kept going and kept going. Um, you know, but. What more could they do? Sometimes I, I think that, and as I say, it was it was a good pace. They're two big guys, let's face it. So you know, every hit against a steel cage must hurt. Okay, you know, you had the the, the, the sticks against Drew. You know, you had to cut back for quite a lot of that matchup. You know, and I, Matt, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you here because I fully agree, right? And I think these guys are amazing and girls, right? The whole the whole night was good as raw. If this was a raw, it would have been amazing. But would you have said to anyone else to spend seventeen pounds and ninety nine p on the BT network thing to buy it? No, exactly. And that's meant to be a pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's called pay-per-view but, uh, but overall overall you're right you know it wasn't value for money but as you know 
the last match I thought was great. But overall, I sat there again, similar, thinking exactly that question, would I be happy to pay the full price, not the network price? Of course not. But then again, I never did anyway until the network coming back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it still... I don't know, you know, there's still a lot more to be said in the storytelling. I don't, you know, I, I, I've mentioned this before, whether there's stuff behind the scenes. I'm not talking about the writers. I'm talking about injuries. I'm talking about maybe COVID restrictions that we don't know about. Maybe, you know, we're just chit-chat people who just talk about something we enjoy watching, you know. But, you know, maybe there is more to it. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. You know, why Why was it about timing that they put the uh, Roman Reigns and made him stay out into SmackDown rather than keeping it? It's, you know, it's called Hell in a Cell, so I'd much rather like to see more Hell in a Cell matches because that's the title of it. It's like, you know, I think like several... ...fantastic tournament, but now it's just, yeah, whatever. You know, and, yeah. and the same was um, what's it, the elimination chamber? That I think used to be a brilliant pay per view, but now you just get one or two couple matches of it, rather than it being for most titles. So you know, it's kind of lost it a little bit because they're cutting down. I understand, obviously, it's a lot for the wrestlers to go for on a regular basis. You know, but then you swap it around and you rotate the rotation of it. You know, so I understand that, but these titles should highlight what you're going to get in the pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what next for Bobby Lashley? Uh, I'm I'm begging still for Brock Lesnar to come back and kick ass. And I can't say that. I, I, I thought that. I thought you should say that. But I can't say that till SummerSlam. I think pay, money in the bank is probably not quite big enough. They're aiming to have a big things for Summer Sam, I believe. So, I'm, I I don't know, personally. Uh, I was just looking through. You know, we haven't seen Damien Priest have a good storyline, so maybe there's one. I don't know if Keith Lee is still injured. Maybe there's another. But other than that, looking through the roster, I'm like, Hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I, I just hope, I just hope that there is, after all this crap, that something happens, and either the truth is there that Vince is signing up, or. It's because we're waiting for the live audience to, to to return. But there is a big problem between both networks in America. Um, you know, the uh, I don't know if it's called FS1 and the USA. The USA have SmackDown and FS1 has Raw and uh, NXT. But FS1 also is behind the the thing that's with the network. Um, I forgot what it's called. But uh, they was annoyed 
that Fox had the Hell in a Cell match on Friday night. And Fox is annoyed because uh, uh, USA <laughs> are promoting the um, the network thing too much and taking away the uh, the rights for them. I think there's 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 a lot of politics backstage, and I think the tension is growing, and I think there's stuff that no one knows, and I think. I think someone's going to leave or someone's going to get... So, I'm not too sure. Yeah, but I don't understand. You know, I, I listened to what you just said there. Um, but I, I I just don't understand that, if I'm honest, as a human being here. While they're just not working together just to promote the one company. If they promote WWE, they're both winners. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, surely, surely. <laughs> yeah, just because one's got War, one's got SmackDown, but it's still WWE. You don't just not. Uh, how many people will watch WWE just for one show over the other one? Yeah, they might have one or two, but what if your favourite SmackDown wrestler goes to War? You're going to stop watching SmackDown and go to War and only watch War? You know. Um... <laughs> How many I'm people not, really just watch one show? I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of people are unhappy when it comes to Raw. I mean, you look at NXT and they get drafted to Raw and they're begging not. Well, they want to stay in NXT. Um, you look you look at pe- pe- people when, when they go from Raw to SmackDown. I mean, for instance, just look at Roman Reigns. In Raw, it was no good for him. In SmackDown, it's great. I mean, there's. I mean, SmackDown is the the number one show now. It's weird because I think the big difference to me between the two, one is SmackDown, and you've mentioned it yourself, being a two-hour show instead of three hours. Three hours, and no disrespect to America, and this is how I do things. You get so many commercials in a three-hour show. Secondly, is presentation. You know, I red is one of my favourite colours for many reasons, but they have a dull red, and SmackDown is all bright blue and bright colours, so it's just more glowing to watch. If you get what I mean, yeah, more presented well. But anyway, we're supposed to be talking about Hell in a Cell rather than overall things. Okay, so, Matt, as you say, it was. Out of 10, how would you rate Hell in a Cell 2021? Honestly. Five. Five. Probably five. And now, if you had to pay 17.95, how much then would you rate it? Probably uh, uh, 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a liar. <laughs> uh, I've got my phone to, to my uh, uh, to my uh, TV company and saying I, I didn't pick up the signal. Can I have a refund? Oh, I've done that before once. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we promote any false givens, of course. <laughs> no, I've done that. 
eight it years ago. Right. But yeah, um, <laughs> it was all right. You know, I will... like I said, there were a couple of good matches in there. But as you say, it's the flow of the whole program rather than the odd match here and there. Yeah, I don't honestly think it should have been a pay per view. I think that's the kind of show that AEW do for a themed dynamite night. Do you mean that's how good AEW have become? And I think WWE are lost in their in their ways a a little bit. I think they're thinking more of the imaging around it instead of the wrestling inside it. Well, I, I kind of feel sometimes judge these programs on how often I start to flick through my phone. <laughs> yeah. Or start to, uh, you know, think about other things and my mind drifts, which it happened to do. But there we go. So it kind of, um, in my over experience, it wasn't a hell of a show, but it wasn't hell terrible. It certainly could have been a hell of a lot better. Hundred <laughs> percent better. <laughs> yeah, for definitely, it really could have. And um, so, in a month's time, we are going to be doing a chitter chatter about the very second live pay per view in front of a live audience in about two years. Well, it'd be the first one for the live audience running for Money in the Bank, but yeah, it's obviously the first Second. one being WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked that up. See, I did remember I picked that up. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is, as you say, it will be uh, a good one too. Well, we hope it'll be a good one. Money Bank is usually good because obviously, you know, I think last year was a bit weird um, with the actual building. It was interesting. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see whether they stick to that sort of format or go back to using the labels. You see, in, this is why we knew that Hell that Hell in a Cell was was gonna was going to be shit because it was meant to be a money in the bank now and hell in a cell next month. And they swapped it because they wanted the money in the bank in front of a live audience. So, so I they've think, obviously, got, obviously got bigger plans for money in the bank. Yeah. So I think they're going to put more work into that show. And this show should have been a cheaper show to buy because there was no work put, put, put in. I, I kind of feel that there was... I, I, ex, I kind of had a, a hope that there'd be some sort of... Um, how should we say, something happened or some sort of showed their face or some sort of comeback, even if it just yeah. waved or dictated, you know, just to start to build something new up for uh, the other paper. Because, you know, we're, we're expecting, as you said, you know, The Rock to come back ne- next WrestleMania. We're expecting John Cena, Cena? John Cena <laughs> to, to come back to have one or two matchups again, you know, after he's saying he's missing it and looking like it's going to have a few matchups. You know, we're expecting Brock Lesnar to come back. We're expecting Sasha Banks to come back. So, you know, it, but overall, I think, as you say, it's difficult in the moment because so many have been released um, or sort of retired or quit, call it what you want. 
So the roster is getting smaller and smaller for them to actually have these big, long storylines, especially for the titles. Yeah, I'd like to see some sort of perhaps new, um, as you say, Daniel Bryan's story where someone unexpected comes forward and becomes the new hero. Someone like Ricochet, you know, to come forward, to step up, not them personally, but to be able to give in a position where, you know, we can have have the underdog story again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Mm. Oh, well. well I think we better <laughs> say goodnight. <laughs> well, I, well, I think re- wrestling itself is in a really, really fantastic time. You've got so many firms running wild like well like well like there's no 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 tomorrow and it oh, just right. feels like WWE is back in 1990. Yeah well, well let's be honest here now um, and I wasn't going to go in this direction but you've got a WWE as we're talking about here then you've got WWE 2.0 um, <laughs> of course you know some people wouldn't like that. What's <laughs> um, WWE 2.0. It was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke because so many are going over there. You know, you just that's as you said. I've said it before. Is people can't cheer for people on WWE, but they can cheer for them on AEW. Yeah, the same people, same gimmicks, same wrestlers, same whatever. I disagree because I think in AEW. The well, we're going off topic of from the hell itself. But the reason, but the reason why they have have left more money from WWE and gone for a pay cut to AEW is because their character is going to be rescued, and they and they have and they have more rights over their okay. Okay. story. I, I've heard this quite a lot. One quick question here: Do you watch the YouTube shows? No. So you like me? You watch it on perhaps ITV? Uh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. So I watch the highlights. I mean, I don't, I don't even buy the pay per views <laughs> from WWE anymore because I, I right. don't want to waste so, money. So you're highlighting exactly what I'm going to say. You're talking about the rest is giving a, a more of a different platform, which they are. Maybe they are giving more freedom to perform how they want, or they will create their own stories a bit more. But and here's the but, is they're still working on being bigger. And for me personally, and like yourself, probably only watch it on the ITV, which is a two-hour show, how many wrestlers could be on TV in that time? So you could be jumping ship, thinking you're going to get creative, going to get time on TV, but only so many wrestlers can get time on TV and if you have everybody who jumps ship, they would take probably take out now all the original AEW wrestlers just to have time for the XWWE would probably fill the whole time up. Yeah. I think I think this should be for another podcast. It should be. We all tell ourselves we could today. sit here for two hours. <laughs> yeah, and I we said could... that about <laughs> a half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, oh, I'll, go ahead, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And uh, as I say, this was really about Hell in the South, of course. Looking forward to Money in the Bank, of course, then it will go on to SummerSlam. So we hope the stories and things will pick up. Be interested oh, to see where that, some of them go. I must also say, congratulations to, to your show, Maximus and Lexter which is being shown tomorrow for the very first time at Lindell Care Homes across the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Be, uh, I hope people enjoy uh, uh, what you're showing them. Which figure have you decided? Uh, I think they. I think it's, it's, it's just from your channel. So the, every, every uh, Tuesday, um, every month, every, every Tuesday, they're going to watch a, a different episode from your channel. Yeah, well, I hope you make it a good one. <laughs> and I hope they enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, personal appearances, oh, I'll have to start thinking charges here now. So well, we'll... <laughs> this, is, this is the thing. Uh, I've, I've, I've already had uh, residents ask that yeah, they would yeah. love to see Maximus Alexa when COVID's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to put on a live show, eh? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm begging you, Matt. <laughs> I am. Well, you never know. As we said, yeah, you know, maybe if if we still do that other thing about creating a uh, Mike and yeah. Matt media page on Facebook, people can find all our different podcasts and all our different YouTube stuff in only one place. Definitely. Uh, if so, I get another thing, thing, thing in a pie, I might have to bloody un- undo a zip or something. <laughs> 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 Oh dear, this is terrible. Now. I'm gonna say good night. I'll finger in it. Come on, don't do that. Good night, everybody. Good night. Over to you, Mike. Good night. Thank you, Matt. Have a wonderful day, everyone. See you soon from Mike and Matt. We say goodbye. Oh. <laughs>